Uh, it is May the 5th, 2023. And man, let me tell you, it has been a fast moving year already in the fifth month. And um, if you're not careful, I'm telling you right now, if you're not careful, you can look up and life has truly passed you by. And what I have found is in my own personal life that life has passed me by based on the excuses I've made in life for failure, for for not meeting expectations, uh, blaming other people for me not being all that I know I could be. I remember when I did a lot of finger pointing, a lot of blaming, um, a lot of not taking responsibility for my own actions and behavior. Let me tell you, particularly as a black man and a black businessman since 1999, owning my own business, not having a typical paycheck since 1999, it is 2023. When I tell you I've had to lean and trust in God, please believe me. And I will tell you that it has cost me uh, dearly. But what it has cost me was, I believe, the price that I had to pay for the purpose God has called me to. Um, I believe that my purpose, um, that the price for me to get to my purpose was a failed marriage. Uh, No, I don't believe that God ordained me to be divorced from conception, but he knew and he could have stopped it and he didn't because he knew that it would lead to the correction of some behavior. He knew that he was going to have to break me through marriage in order for me to focus my mind and heart in a way, to soften me in a way, hey, to send me to a therapist twice a month to work through childhood trauma that was preventing me from being the man he had birthed me to be. See, we will go through some stuff in our lives that is necessary for our purpose. And many of those things are painful. I have something that I call the five P's that that I share with people all over this country, five P's to greatness. And it's that first P is pain. That second P is process. Pain normally leads us to process. That process normally is so intense it leads us to prayer. That prayer leads us to purpose. That purpose directly tied to that pain, remember? And what's in that purpose, you are walking daily in power. See, it's my belief that as long as you are in purpose, as long as you are walking in purpose, you are in power. That you will have influence for impact when you're in purpose. I don't believe that sustained impact can happen without influence. And I don't believe authentic influence can happen without being in purpose. 
So I'm always leery of those people who just wake up every day and go to a job to pay bills and there's nothing else to their lives. Hey, listen, nothing wrong with waking up every day and, and just going to a job that, that, that pays your bills. Nothing wrong with that. But here's what you must do as well. If, in fact, you're just going to be content with working a job to pay your bills, you also need to have aligned with that the purpose for your living. Because, see, your purpose for breath, your purpose for getting up every day, I promise you, is not just to go to a job to make money to pay bills. We were placed on this earth to bring the kingdom of heaven to earth. So you can go and work a job just as long as you are fulfilling the purpose of your existence, of all our existence, and that is thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. And now why is that significant? All of us have our own calling for how we will bring the kingdom and where we bring the kingdom on earth. That's what makes this thing so powerful is the uniqueness because we're all individuals and unique. The uniqueness of our purpose and thy kingdom. That's what makes this thing so powerful. And then when you're able to collectively bring together the purpose of the people for the kingdom, the power and authority that you feel and walk in is a feeling I can't even explain. Some of you have felt it from time to time when you have done something that you know is in your purpose and you've done it and after it's done it, how you feel, there's a reason you feel that euphoria, that, that feeling of hope, that feeling of power, that feeling of empowerment that feeling of love. I mean, you feel the positive energy because it's what you were born for, because you're doing what you were called to do. Let me tell you something, my friends. One of the things, particularly in the black community, that we have to get past is the conditioned mind of poverty. We, it, we, we settled our minds have been conditioned for mediocrity to, to accept what we can get. I heard people saying that black folks, particularly elders, saying that because of the generation they came from, right? That it was, you know, you, you just need to be, just get a job and be glad to get a job and, 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 and to just let life happen to you. I, I remember growing up listening to the elders in the church and, 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 it, and it wasn't, so much about building faith as much as it was about glory in heaven and that we had to just suffer through our existence on earth to get to heaven. But as I studied God's word for myself and start understanding my rights as a kingdom citizen, that it is on earth that God has allowed and called for us to live powerful, authentic, fruitful lives. We don't have to wait to get to heaven, to have glory and to live in glory and to live in abundance. It can happen here with obedience being the first. Because when we obey, then God's principles are triggered. It is, it is the obeying that triggers 
the release of all of the blessings and power from the principles, the kingdom principles. And many black folks, we have been conditioned uh, to just get by. We've been conditioned to settle. You know, um, I hear people get mad when you talk about a bus driver or working at Walmart or, and, and having higher aspirations. And I, I and, and listen, I don't knock those people because we have to have people. Everybody has to 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 have a job and 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 be in their place um, um, for how they feel their life must be lived. But let me tell you something: if you think that aspiring to be to just drive a bus and not own a bus company or to just work at Walmart and not own or be part of the ownership in Walmart. If you think that that's okay and if you think that that's me putting them down, then your thinking is exactly what I said, conditioned to accept mediocrity. There's nothing wrong uh, with that being a starting place. It's just like with welfare. Welfare was never meant to be a foundation for families in this country. Welfare was meant to really be a holding place or a cushion or, or, or uh, uh, for the moment, see? But what happened was because of how our country is designed and how society works and the mentality of man and how we how we can get stuck in the in the in the clouds and fog of, of just surviving, many generations have stayed stuck on government assistance. And it goes back to the conditioned mind that black folks have had going all the way back to slavery that we should just be glad that Massa threw us some scraps. That we should just be glad that we got a little small cabin to live in a bed to sleep in, a pair of holy shoes to wear. We have been, con and that mindset literally has passed down through generations. It is so hard right now. I work in schools every day all over this country and deal with parents. And I'm talking to black folks right now. And, and I'm talking to you right now. I, I, I talk to black parents and grandparents every day who have low expectations of their children, of their grandchildren. When I sit in a conference with a parent and, and that mother, single mother says to me, and I get it, she's just tired and she's been beat down and she was alienated from public education. I understand how she developed the mindset. So we can't, we can't fault her, okay? We can't fault her for how the mindset happens, we have to falter for maintaining the mindset when one doesn't change it. But when you are saying to your child, I just want you to graduate and get a job, you are speaking a curse on your child. The, the, you should not be saying to your children and your grandchildren or any child to just do anything, to just get by, to just settle, to just survive. We don't talk about jobs in our Making of Men and Waking of Women leadership program. We talk about careers. The difference in how we define jobs and careers is a job is what you work to just pay bills. 
We define career as your purpose and calling that is more than just paying bills. It's about fulfilling your potential, your capacity, your purpose. Big difference. Career, you don't need alarm clock to wake you up in the morning and, 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 you, and you dream at night when you have career. Um, um, the level of hopelessness with people who have careers is, is different than those who just work jobs. And, 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 and it starts at birth in how we present words and authentic relationship with our children. Here's what every human being desires. Um, every human being's being desires connection, authentic connection. Matter of fact, we will kill, steal, and destroy to get to an authentic relationship with people. Um, we desire authentic connection. When we don't get authentic connection as children, as babies, the dysfunction is fueled, is started. Literally, a mother's stress goes to her baby in her womb. The stress a mother feels during pregnancy literally is transferred to the baby. The baby is born in stress. I need y'all to listen, listen to me. This thing is serious and how, how, how intentional we must be to correct, redirect behaviors so that we can truly transform generations. You cannot expect a child that's born into toxic living, and we are defining toxic living as daily stress, daily tension. Your body was not, your mind was not designed to deal with tension all day every day. We're not designed that way. That's the reason why chronic diseases are rampant in our country today. That is why we are dying the way we are dying. That is why black folks and folks that live in low economic communities have higher cases of asthma, high blood pressure, diabetes, because the body keeps score. Here's the one thing and the one person you cannot fool. You, your body, your mind, you can't trick yourself. So you can't fake your way. You can't fake your way into good health if your mind is not healthy. I'm, 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 I'm dropping some bombs on you. That's why we must be intentional to strengthen our minds, renew them daily. I don't care who you are. I don't care what level you're on. You must be intentional to strengthen your mind daily. Otherwise, you will find the pressed down, depressed, 
emotions taking over you, which depressed cause depression, kicks in anxiety. So then when you're in that place, it's harder to deal with disappointment. The daily vicissitudes of life become harder because you have already not dealt with those things that you need to deal with. Not being intentional to to grow your mind, mind, not your brain, your mind. Reading certain books, listening to podcasts that, that, that empower you. One of the things I make sure I do every day is listen to at least one leadership podcast. I'm listening to at least one sermon every day. I'm reading at least one chapter in a book every day. Every day I'm being intentional to do something that can help me be better that day. Now I've gotten at 52, I've gotten to a place where now I sit down and reflect in the evenings when I'm journaling to to be intentional to look at how I improved that day. How did I handle a stressful situation that day? Did I handle it the way I've always handled it, but did I handle it differently? Now, now I'm being intentional to evaluate my behavior the same way great companies and great schools and teachers do with, with when they're trying to find out and, and trying to teach and find out if what they're teaching is coming through. You have to constantly survey, evaluate yourself. Create an evaluation uh, tool for yourself so that you can make sure you're growing at the pace, hear me, the pace you're supposed to be growing. Listen, life has a rhythm. Your mind has a rhythm. It has a pace. We have a pace that we should be maintaining. I told a kid the other day, I said, man, you, you are super athletic. You have all the physical skills, so you should be running a different pace. Your time should be getting better out here, not getting slower. Ah, did you catch that? Some of us are running the race called life, but not at the pace that God would have us to run this life. Whoop! See, see, many of us going back again to mediocrity and accepting a mediocrity and average. Many of us are just satisfied with getting up every day and just moving. I'm telling you that your life is more than just about getting up and moving. It is about the pace that you must maintain. God has a pace for each one of us to maintain. Are we all here? Hey, let's go back to the talents. One, two, one, four, one, six, one, eight, one, ten. Listen, we all have a pace. Here's the question. Are you running your pace? Or have you become content? Have you become content with the pace that you're running because it keeps you comfortable? Most of us are not looking to thrive. We're looking to be comfortable. My friends, if you have a mind that is all about you being comfortable, not being stretched, staying in a place that feels natural for you all the time, that's a problem. If you can't handle discomfort, you can't handle greatness. 
If you can't handle being stretched, you really don't want to be the best you can be. Those people who desire greatness, I have found are people who can accept constructive criticism, can, can hear words and not be offended by them, but to, to, to take them in and say, hey, this does apply to me and, and now I need to adjust. But you have to be intentional. You have to write a plan down. Many of us were not trained to write. I was not trained to write and journal and to plan and to budget. And it caused me great chaos in the early parts of my life. But now I write down everything. I'm journaling everything. I'm I'm putting plans and goals in place. I'm, I have dry erase boards all in my office at my house, set on both three of them on three different walls in my office, in my home, because I am constantly writing new goals up there weekly and daily and monthly. I'm going in there and I'm looking to see, did I accomplish this? Where am I at with this? How am I handling this? You have to be intentional to walk in peace. Whoop. You have to be intentional daily to get in the presence of God intentional if in fact you want to be in purpose. And when you get in that purpose, you will feel that flow, that rhythm. You will feel the pace you're supposed to run. But you have to put the work in daily to find that pace, that rhythm. T.D. Jakes has a book called Instincts, The Power to Unleash Your Inborn Drive. It means we are born with some power that many of us take to the grave. Most of us will go to the grave not ever reaching our full potential, capacity, never fulfilling this is a powerful thought. I want you to think about this. Never fulfilling the purpose God intended. I want you to think about God how the, of the universe birthing you with an intention. He, said, he saw it in you. He saw that for you, right? And then for you not to meet it. Woo. Can you imagine what your intake meeting is going to be like? with God and Jesus when they lay out on the table and show you the blueprint and plan they had for your life and, and they're going over all the different things and, and on that blueprint and plan it shows the different obstacles and barriers that you had to deal with coming into this world and living a life as a, as a toddler and an adolescent as a young adult Showing the pain and showing the rape and showing the addiction and showing the the the, the porn and, and 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 showing the the unforgiveness and showing your your mother not caring for you your father not showing all these places on the blueprint of your life they've got it laid out and on an each one of those barriers and each one of those places it it shows what happened to you and then it shows right next to it his intent for that pain in your life. Woo! 
Can you imagine sitting at that intake meeting with Jesus and God and they literally showing you the pain that was ordained and orchestrated from your birth, from your conception. And, and next to each pain is an explanation for that pain. Can you imagine what that will be like? And then next to that will be a grade on you to say, and you did well on this one. Or you didn't do well on this one. And you, 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 you failed on this one. And this is why I kept you at this place and stage in your life. And this is why I never elevated you to the next place because I couldn't take you to the next level because at this level right here, until you mastered hard, I could not elevate you to the next level. Can you imagine God looking at you and saying, I wanted you to master hard. I didn't want you to run from confrontation and uncomfortable situations. I wanted you to master them. Because in mastering the hard, you display my power and authority in the universe and in your life. That's how you are hope. That's how thy kingdom come is that when the people see how you have endured and continue to grow and they see that you on pace and have the rhythm, that's how thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. Hey, my friends. Serve, care, and love. Go change the world.